Hey authors, welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you click on this video, that means that you want to know what should I dump? What should I break up with as an author? So by the end of this video, hopefully you are empowered. Your mind has a mental shift and you will realize that, you know, these things you really don't need. And even if you are struggling through those things, again, I hope that this will encourage you. And these are things that I have to, I've had to walk through personally. So I definitely understand. So if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and subscribe. If you're watching via Apple Podcasts or Spotify, YouTube, wherever, thank you so much for tuning in. So let's get into the first one, things I had to dump as an author. Perfectionism. <laughs> a lot of authors struggle with this. It's interesting, but especially even, well, I can only speak for me, especially in the initial stages when I get a new idea for a book, I want it to come out right the first time. I don't know why I can't even tell you what originated that, but for some reason, I feel like this has to be right the first time. I have to get the character right the first time. The plot has to be strong the first time. And I'm like, where is that coming from? Because there's no such thing as a perfect first draft. Because at No Time Writer, I teach about writing more words in less time so that you can finish your first draft. But you'd be surprised how many authors feel stuck because they're like, they're, they're feeling like me, like I have to finish this in this amount of time. It has to be perfect. It has to be, it, it has to go my way. But that's not realistic, my friends. That is not realistic at all. So I'm encouraging you to release perfectionism. I teach my students to just get the words out of your head first. There's even a quote that I saw trending on social media that you can't edit a blank page. So if there's nothing there, then you don't know what may need to be fixed. And it's all part of the process because unless you write perfectly the first time, we all know that the first draft never, ever, ever gets published. So what does that say? There's hope. <laughs> there is hope for you and not feeling like this has to be done right the first time. This is about you getting it out of your head. And then you're able to go back in the revising and the editing stage. Let's say you have a critique partner that you're working with and y'all are exchanging ideas and pages. I know I do that. Maybe you're working with an editor and they give you feedback and it's all constructive. I know for a lot of authors too, we feel like the book is our baby and it really is. I definitely identify with that feeling. The book is my baby. So I may feel like I want to get it right the first time too. That's another thing. You know, sometimes you feel like you want to get right the first time so that it's free of criticism, right? You don't want anybody to just pick it apart and say what's wrong with it, but that's not realistic. So there's a difference between constructive feedback versus someone just tearing your book to shreds because they don't like it. So if you're getting constructive feedback, that's only going to make your story that much better. So don't get caught up in perfectionism, okay? That's just a waste of time dump that okay and I still sometimes find myself trying to fall back into that but I'm like Dari just get it out of your head first you can fix it later and then I realized as I've improved on my writing skills and this just comes with practice too so, so if you're super super brand new you may not get it right with your character the first time but as you increase and get better with your writing skills let's say you take a writing course let's say you attend a summit some type of webinar where they talk about writing craft you're able to get better with your skills and it's just practice you all you will get better. Let's say you're reading in your genre and you and you're learning how other authors do it how they open their stories you're going to get better. So let's dump perfectionism, okay? So the second one is something that we all need to break up with. Procrastination. <laughs> if this is your best friend, I'm encouraging you to break up, okay? 
<laughs> if this is your best friend, I am encouraging you to break it off, cut it off. This is not going to work for you. Putting things off, that's that's not helpful. And it's one thing, you know, again, life happens, right? There's going to be something that happens in your schedule. I teach that to my students when it comes to customizing their schedule for their writing. There are going to be family emergencies that happen. There are going to be hiccups in your schedule. Maybe something unexpected happens and you have no control over it, right? But there's a difference between that happening versus just putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Next thing you know, it's been months since you've touched your manuscript. It's some, for some of us, it's been years since we've touched our manuscript. But I would, but I would uh, put this disclaimer in too. Sometimes a story is not ready. There has been some works and projects that I have in mind to write, but the story is not quite there. And it's not procrastination. It just means, okay, I need to dig into this a little bit more, or this may require a little bit more research. You know what? This may require a little bit more in-depth work behind the scenes type of thing. That's different. I honestly, you all, I know when I'm procrastinating versus having that author instinct, as I like to call it, where like, okay, this is just putting off, putting off, putting off. So if procrastination is something that has been getting to you, I'm encouraging you to just start today. Don't worry about if it's been three weeks. Don't worry about if it's been over a month. Don't worry if it's been since last year. It doesn't matter, okay? Just start today. Just start. And then start again tomorrow. I, I honestly equate it to working out. You know, you may have fallen off the bandwagon, but all you have to do is just start today. That's all you have to do. Don't beat yourself up for what you missed. Just start now. What's wrong with starting now? So for every day that you delay finishing your first draft, is another day that a reader doesn't get to read your book. Think about that. For every day that you delay putting it off, whether fear is getting in the way, writer insecurity, we're gonna talk about another one soon in a sec, but whatever is holding you back, think about the reader who would love your book but doesn't get to read it. And they're out there you are. They are out there. Your tribe of readers that will love your work are out there. Don't worry about the naysayers. Some of us procrastinate because, again, we don't want to be scrutinized. We don't want our writing to be judged. Because, again, writing is very vulnerable. Writing is one of the most vulnerable things that I do. You're putting your heart and your soul to this. So sometimes we put it off as a defense mechanism. But where is this? where is the safety in that, in a sense? You may feel safe, but your readers are missing out. So let's dump and break up with procrastination, okay? Which leads into the next one, imposter syndrome. This is very, very common with authors and I definitely have to walk through it myself because I won't say that I've mastered this. And I don't think it's a point of mastering it to where you never feel anything when it comes to this. It's not about not feeling fear. It's about despite those fears, what do I do? We still have a choice, okay? God, God created us for, with free will, so we have a choice, right? And it's like, okay, I may feel this fear. I may feel this insecurity. I may feel like these setbacks are just, you know, throwing me off, but I still have a choice. I still have a choice. And so what am I gonna do with that? So you may feel like a fraud. You may feel like, do I even have the skills to do this? You may feel like, will anybody ever read this? Will people like it? You'll never know until you hit the send button. You'll never know until you hit the publish button. You'll never know. And this definitely helped me back for years because I initially self-published in 2013, my What If Christmas Wish. That was the first novella that I published. And I definitely felt insecure about it because when I got feedback, yes, there were some good reviews, but a lot of people like this needs to be worked on. The characters aren't quite developed. You know, this sounds, you know, 
it didn't really resonate. So I went back through the book and I released it as a second edition in 2018. And some of my earlier works, you all, I leave it there for the sake of like, you know what? That's where I started. That's where I started. Yes, I felt insecure, but that's what I did with the knowledge that I had. If you didn't know at the time, if you didn't have the skills at the time, that doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means like, okay, now that I know better, I've grown in these skills, I can do better. And how I write now is completely different than how I used to write back in 2013, or even when I first started back in 2003. Like the first story that I ever wrote was in a loose leaf notebook. It was 70 pages long, front to back. My right hand cramped up plenty of times because I would just spend just hours just writing. But when I read through that story, it's still tucked in my drawer. When I still read through that sometimes, there's really no character arc. <laughs> I don't think there's any type of character motivation or outside motivation. Like there's probably no goal, you know, like the typical things that we know that make up a good fictional story. It's like, I don't think there's any of that in there. So, but that's where I started. Will I ever publish that? Probably not. But I look back on that as a way to reflect, you know what, that's how it started. The grammar, absolutely terrible. So don't worry about where you start. You can get better with your skills. So you don't have to feel like a fraud. You don't have to feel insecure. You're learning. And maybe you do have some experience, but sometimes that insecurity still creeps up. You're doing it. You're doing great. If no one's ever told you that you're doing great as an author, you're doing great because this is not an easy job. This is not an easy job. But I think we are some pretty brave people by being vulnerable enough to put these stories that we cherish so much into books and we're putting it out there to the public, whether we go traditional or self-published, and we're putting it out there for scrutiny. We're putting it out there for it to be judged. So know who you are, know your true author identity so that you can stand in that. So that when it does come up against scrutiny, yeah, you may not like what's being said, but you know that you did your best. So dump imposter syndrome, okay? Dump that. And that's gonna take practice. You may find yourself feeling it, but, but you know what you can say like, you know what? I'm getting better every day. My writing's getting better. I'm improving. I'm making progress. And I'm a better writer today than I was yesterday. Okay, so please, please dump that. And then the next one, let's see that I get this right. You know how those words that you don't spell a lot and it's like, exactly. <laughs> if you're watching this, you get to see. If not, then the next one is, unnecessary author pressure. So we have perfectionism, procrastination, imposter syndrome, and then unnecessary author pressure. And what do I mean by that? If you see another author, and I have to tell myself this regularly because it's so easy to get caught up in the comparison game, that should probably be another one. <laughs> but I'll tie it into this. If you are constantly comparing yourself to another author, like, wow, like they wrote so many books in a year or wow, you know, they're already on the bestseller list and they just came out a couple of years ago or wow, like their book is being turned into a movie or a TV series and I've been writing longer than them or, you know, I'm just as talented and you're putting this pressure on yourself to compete with that. And I think personally that the only author you should compete with is you. You can celebrate other authors. You can be proud of them. I know best-selling authors. I know USA Today best-selling authors. Like I have one's phone number, okay? So you can very well be in the space of people who you think are great authors. And yes, they can inspire you. You can take notes. You can learn from them. But don't put unnecessary pressure on yourself to be like them, to imitate what they're doing. Yes, learn from them, but you have to discover your unique writing pace. You have to discover your unique writing rhythm. 
What's unique to you? What makes you, you as an author? That's what's going to connect with readers. If I'm trying to imitate a bestseller, you know, everybody else knows that bestseller, right? You know, they have their own author voice. What's your voice? What's your voice? So take off that unnecessary author pressure. Take off that unnecessary feeling like I have to do it like this, or I have to do it like this person, or like, wow, you know, they're doing this and I can barely do this. This is about customizing writing to fit your life. That's what I teach my students in my course, No Time Writer, unlocking the true writer within, unlocking your unique writing pace and rhythm. This is about you coming into your own because when you do that and that comes through in your writing, that's what's going to connect with readers. That's what's going to resonate with them. That's what's going to make you to where they like your work and they'll get on your author mailing list and they'll join you know, whatever online event or in-person event that you decide to throw, they're connecting with you. You're the brand as the author, you are the brand. So if you're trying to be like other people that you see and you're putting all this unnecessary pressure on yourself to perform that way, then please dump that. Please, please dump that. And I know it's easy. It's easy to get caught up in comparison. If I'm not careful, I'll find myself doing like, you know what? I'm on my own unique author journey. I'm on my own unique author journey and the readers that connect with me, they will connect with me. They'll love my books. They'll follow me on social media. They will be right at type of fans. Okay. So I hope that that encourages you. So we're going to dump. You can tell me which one resonated with you in the comments of what you're going to dump, but we're going to dump perfectionism. We're going to dump procrastination. We're going to dump imposter syndrome and we're going to dump the unnecessary author pressure. Okay. And I remember reading uh, a comment from one of my students that was saying that he struggled with imposter syndrome and by taking the course and finding his unique author rhythm and pace, he's like, this, this excites me. This motivates me. I don't have to do it like everybody else. So that is priceless to me. I love hearing that. I love it when authors come into their own realizing that, wow, this is unique to me. You know, I can write however many words I want to write. I don't have to write every day. I can write at my own unique pace. So if that is you, and if I said anything today that resonated with you and you would like to work with me, I do have a course called No Time Writer, which inspired this uh, channel, podcast, however you're listening. So you can definitely check out the application below. You can go ahead and apply and see if you're a right fit. If not, totally fine. But I always like to share because I never know who needs it. So subscribe to the podcast. If you are not subscribed already, please share this with any authors that you know that you think would be encouraged by this as well. So thank you all so much for either watching or listening. I appreciate it. Thank you for being here. And remember, if you wrote a book, it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. So God bless, stay safe, and I will talk to you all next time. Bye.